This is the Scamp Life Podcast, a weekly show for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kurt Jackson, Chris Callow, and Kelly Cook. Now it's time for another entertaining episode exploring the fantastical world of summer camp. Welcome to the Scamp Life Podcast. I'm Kurt. I'm Chris. And I'm Kelly. Today, or in this episode, we are talking about being a conference presenter. Conferences are going to be coming up uh, real soon. And some of you may have put in your, you know, application to be a presenter at one of these conferences. And so uh, you may be a first-time presenter, or you may be a seasoned presenter, and just looking for maybe some tips uh, or maybe you're thinking about doing it another time yeah. or maybe it's just for your staff training because we all get in front of our staff to present something. So, but this is going to be in the context of being a presenter at a conference and let's get going. Well, Kelly, have you done, have you presented at conferences? Yeah. I, I did. You've done least, scamp life, right? I've done, I've done scamp life. Yeah. Right. And scamp con. Scamp con. And then I did, I did an out of school conference when I lived in Idaho. So it was the Idaho out of school network. And I think I did the same presentation I did for my, for scamp con. Um, but I did it live in person at this one, which was essentially just the training I took from staff training and I turned it into a conference presentation. You're not allowed to do that. Once you do it for scamp con, that becomes, (laughs) it's retired. You know, it was a totally different Propriety, uh-huh. propriety is that the word I'm like? <laughs> sure. Well, I was accepted to the other conference first, so I did it there first. All right. Well, uh, let's have you start off, Chris. Sure. And then we'll go Kelly and then me. Cool. So one of the things I absolutely hate, I go to a lot of conferences as well as presenting. And one of the things I hate the most is speakers that will talk about themselves and do an intro forever. Like they'll waste 10 minutes. <laughs> going, here's who I am. And I go to this, I I was at one conference and the guy talked, he was going to do an outdoor ed class. And he talked about himself in California and how he does all this outdoor ed stuff with all these redwood trees. And I'm like, awesome. I'm in Illinois. We don't have redwood trees. This class is worthless to me. (laughs) And wasn't that in the, in the description at all? Of the class? Nope. 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 It was oh. like outdoor ed ideas or something like that. And it was very specific. And to, it was very specific. Yeah. To, but he went on and on about himself and his camp. And I'm like, shut up and get to the ideas because <laughs> it's the list. He wants the list. 40 minutes left. Like, I don't need to hear about you. I, I could, because his handout talked about him, the booklet and the program book talked. I mean, he had his blurb in there. I, is. I yeah, that so when, is a big, yeah. you, you complain about that one a lot. All the time. Um, so yeah, when I do conferences, I don't, I just say, hi, I'm Chris. And I get going. Like you want to learn about me? It's in the book. <laughs> Nobody That's wants to my learn thing about too. Me. Like I'll give my name and my position. And when I used to work in humane education, like I gave a little blurb about what humane education is for those who didn't know about it. And then no. I went into whatever I was doing because... But some people yeah. want to know kind of your credentials and know nope. that nope. they could read the that's book. That's in the blurb. It's in the thing. I throw it in there for them to read. 
my my emails my whatever you can find that all there you know which i'm surprised because uh chris with your ego i would think the whole I know, presentation you like to talk about be, it's a conference like you don't you want the content you don't Plus, want the person uh i'm pretty super famous so people already know about me i don't need to tell them chris so. is like <laughs> i give them these ideas and they praise me for it that's, that's right i'm the shining that. star <laughs> they all want to come and hang out with me afterwards so then that's where they find out about me <laughs> join me afterwards tell you all about me no i i hear you it's you know i'll watch a webinar and the first 20 minutes will be about them and you know their family and you know what brought them to i'm just like come on get to it yes please get to it because i don't care what brought you into the camping industry or to this conference like i want to know about what you're here to talk about right and i don't was it scampcon two or three where you were kind of like, hey, we're doing, you know, we're kind of keeping the video shorter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there were some people that were like, we're editing all this out because. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. Nobody wants to hear. I don't know. You got so much time and I got to get as much learning as I can. Yeah, let's get to it. Let's so. get the meat, meat and potatoes. All, all right. Now on. that we spent 20 minutes on that <laughs> intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So my, my first one is uh, be sure to make your deadlines. Mm. I have been on Please. the other, yes, no. I have been on the other <laughs> end of selecting. So I've been part of the committee, you know, for, for putting on conferences and selecting the presentations and, and different things like that. And if you don't have them in on time, then that slows us down. And usually committees, at least for bigger conferences, they're not all in the same place. And so we schedule these meetings mm-hmm. very, we schedule them purposely so that we can get things done. And if we don't have everything ready to go, then it stalls us. And yeah. then we get frantic putting on the conference. So please make your deadlines. And if something does come up, communicate with the organizers. Do you have backups normally, Kelly? Like somebody doesn't make their deadline, like, sorry, you're out. We're putting this backup speaker in. <laughs> So when I was on the committee, we did not, uh, we didn't have backups, but I mean, how are you going to ask somebody to be a backup? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of hard to do. I mean, unless it's somebody who is a seasoned You're on the waiting list. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Now I have, I've submitted proposals and they've asked me to do the roundtable discussions instead Mm -hmm. because they like the topic, but they either, I didn't make the cut or whatever. So I've I've done the roundtables on the topic instead. Uh, but, uh, in terms of like having a backup, no, I mean, I've been to conferences where the person either had car trouble or couldn't get there or something family came up. And so they either canceled it entirely, or there was a seasoned speaker who either did their session again, if it was breakouts or something like that, so that Mm -hmm. another group could come in. The best thing to do, if you don't make your, um, uh, deadline is just to call the presenter the host and say hey i'm just gonna back out that's yeah. the best thing to do Commun- right just communicate seriously yeah. like just communicate please please i, I decide i don't want to do it so <laughs> yeah don't don't just ghost oh, hate that too but make your deadlines because it makes the organizer's life a lot easier and then you will have more time and more information before just think about when your staff doesn't meet their mm-hmm. deadlines with their paperwork and stuff and how mm-hmm. that makes you feel and don't don't be that 
Um, don't be that person. So my my suggestion is to practice. Practice if yeah. you you know, kind of write out your presentation, whether it be in bullet points or whatever, and practice in your home uh, before you get there. Uh, it really helps things go a lot smoother. And I know if you're doing a TED talk, you're they practice memorized <laughs> I mean, yeah exactly um but yes yes practice 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 i like to get on zoom with friends and who don't know anything about the subject you're talking on and practice oh. that way because they can give you really good feedback because they don't know the subject <laughs> so when you said zoom with friends i thought it was like is this an app is this like word with friends zoom with friends <laughs> zoom with friends the new app for conference presentations number two for me is visuals visuals are crazy important and kurt i think this was you at one of the scamp probably the second scamp con and i loved what you said was start planning now during your summer by taking videos of everything Mm -hmm. and pictures so that when you present at scamp con you have kids actually doing this stuff i'm like oh that's brilliant and i love that but have visuals and visual aids. And I mean, when I go to conferences, if, if I don't fly, if I'm driving there, I will bring boxes of junk. And I mean, we, we pass out the stuff and they can, you know, if I'm talking about my outdoor ed, you know, we're passing out the compasses there. We're passing out the lasers. We're passing out all the microscopes and things like that. Just so everyone can kind of see it up close and, and kind of get an idea of what it looks like. And then I have all the visuals on my PowerPoint it's just so important. I, I have sat through way too many conferences and you can't quite understand what someone is talking about without the visuals. Um, and one of my favorites, Kurt, that you had at ScamCon, you had somebody, and I cannot think of her name right now, and she did all these games. And then she had videos of the kids playing the games. And I'm like, oh, that was so helpful because games are so hard to understand mm-hmm. anyway, just by auditory listening. But she had all these videos. And like, oh, that that makes sense. I can right. see that now. Now I know how to play it, and I loved it. And so that was excellent. And just well done. Yeah. So my next one is to speak about something you are passionate about. Mm-hmm. I have, I have definitely seen a couple of conference presentations where the presenter either doesn't know what they're talking about, or mm-hmm. it's not something they they truly enjoy. Like they wanted to just come and present because they wanted to put that on their resume that they presented at whatever conference, but really speak about something you're passionate about because your audience is going to enjoy it way more if they see that you are interested in about it. But when you go to ask questions, they'll be able to give you really well thought out answers or ideas or whatever have you, because they enjoy it themselves. For sure. Uh, my next one would be be early, be early to set up, don't don't just walk in right when you're and be like, okay, uh, my computer, I need it to be set up, or or you're flustered because you're not, you know, just be early, relax for five minutes before everybody comes in, make sure everything's set up. It'll just help your frame of mind. Pretty easy. With that though, end on time as well, yes. because I've done a conference and I bring all my junk. I mean, I have tons of crap I have to lay out, and the guy before me was still in there and still Uh, talking. And I'm like, and I mean, I could see the line of people waiting for my class. So like, they're going to follow me in and I have zero time to set up and get ready. Oh yeah. That's true. That's true. They, yeah. If if you've got a lot of questions, say, 
hey, let's take this outside. Yep, meet you in the hall. Somebody else coming in. Yep. So, number three for me is have a helper. And so my wife uh, usually comes with me to conferences and she is a great helper because she knows exactly, she's seen it so many times. She knows what I'm talking, kind of what I'm saying. And then if there's any issues, if there's a tech problem, if there's something that something's not working, you can still kind of keep teaching while your helper kind of fixes it or takes care of it. Or I know there's been time, I mean, Carrie doesn't understand the tech where whatever my computer shut down or something happened in the middle of a conference and she took over the kind of lessons. Okay, here's how, you know, the atlatl works. And here's how archery works while I'm trying to fix the computer real quick. As well, uh, I, when I went to Colorado and I taught at the 3CA Nationals there, I did not do well with the altitude in Colorado. So I couldn't breathe. And then when I do my conferences, I talk so fast and try and get out as much as I can as it is that I was having trouble breathing. <laughs> so wow. during the class, there were times I'm like, okay, and Carrie's going to tell you about the next thing so that I can go, <gasps> you know, try and find my breath again. But just having that helper, if there's any issues that come up, that, that extra person there really helps. It's, it's nice. It makes for an easier conference. I've, I've never had a helper, but yeah, that would be very beneficial. Um, I, yeah, I've never gone in with a second person either. It's always just yeah. been me. But when you have a good room host, they're phenomenal. Yes, yes. yes. I think the word is if. 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 Yeah. Uh, So mine, I know, Chris, you talked about visuals. But if you're using slides in your, whether it be virtual or even in-person presentation, please do not crowd them with words. Mm -hmm. And then read every word. And then read every word. (laughs) So like if I have words on my slide, like they'll be little, but I will bring them also in in bubbles. So like they cover up the rest of the words. So it becomes more of a visual as opposed to read the slide with all the bullet points yep. or the paragraph of information. We don't need it all there. I want to hear about it and I will take notes about it or I will ask you questions later and whatnot. I've gotten away, even in my staff training, all of my slides are pictures only. And so the the words are auditory. So, and you have your notes in front of you or whatever, but yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I hate reading tiny little 12 point font on slides. Uh, my next one is, is to have a time, you don't, it depends on the topic, but given some time at the end to kind of have a little round table where people in the audience can give their suggestions, maybe to a group. And the reason I say this, especially if you're going to end early. Mm-hmm. So I went to an ACA conference and one of the sessions uh the speaker it was was done 20 minutes early and he's like well that's all i have and we're like okay but it would have been a perfect opportunity for him to say you know get get in groups of five or six and let's share our ideas it was a programming workshop and let's Mm -hmm. share our ideas and have a little kind of uh, spontaneous round session. table. Yeah. Or yeah. a brainstorm yep. session or right. a de- even a debrief amongst, you know, mm-hmm. small groups, right. just debrief the presentation. Exactly. So think about that. If you're going to end early, or if you don't have enough content for the full hour to have maybe just a little debrief brainstorm round table session, uh, because I think that would have been really beneficial at that, uh, yeah. especially for that session. My next one kind of ties in with that. I am not a big fan of questions or roundtable during the conference. You know, 
And, but that's me. That's I'm one of those, like, give, you know, you're the expert. I would like to hear what you have to say. Not what Betty sitting here next to me had thought her camp does well, but, Oh, I have gotten so annoyed. And, and this is maybe for more for conference goers than for conference presenters. But if you're there, he asks you a question, you know, any questions from the audience, ask a question that might be beneficial to the entire audience, not just specific to your king. Oh, I, I, I live in California and we have redwood trees. So how can you help me? Do, and it's like, that's such a horrible, that doesn't help anyone but you. So ask that question personally later. But but yeah, if you're going to have questions, if you're going to have roundtables, Chris save is so the, anti-redwood trees. <laughs> it's just the example that's stuck in my head right now. <laughs> but, but I'm like, if you're going to ask or have a question around table time, save it for the end. Make sure you get out all of your knowledge so that we as conference goers can learn a lot. And then, yeah, there can be a time for questions around tables at the end, but don't do it in the middle where it may possibly take up the majority of your time. And then we don't, we don't get anything. But Betty next to me learned everything she needs to know for her camp because she asked all the questions. Okay. So, so my next one is mix up the lecture with interaction. And so not just like, not necessarily questions, but interactive where maybe you've got group problem solving or just something that keeps the audience engaged because everybody learns differently. And so if you are just lecturing, you're going to lose everybody who does not learn just by auditory so mix it up even if it's not how you generally teach find ways that you can engage all different learners within your presentation like, like what's an example so i mean there's the ones that do the uh like the polls a lot of times for for Good digital idea. ones like yep. that is keeping me engaged that is keeping me and and i can i like when i can see everybody else's answers if it's written because okay. you're kind of seeing even if it's anonymous you're kind of getting an idea of where everybody is at within the group either yeah. as the presenter or even as an audience member you're seeing where everybody else has to but even polls like even a yes no poll or having you know things like that or doing a group activity within the presentation that helps those physical learners and kinesthetic learners get the concepts by physically doing something if the presentation calls for it. Even putting like a Kahoot or something you can pull yes. up on your phone and answer yep. real quick. Just, or, yep. just keep everybody engaged in different yep. aspects. I, I will tell you though, um, unless it's a Michelle Cummings, Jim Kane conference where I know I'm going to be involved. If I walk into a conference and they say, hey, there's going to be audience, you're going to make whatever and then you're gonna present it i will walk out of that class <laughs> yeah I absolutely i'm, I'm kind of the same way like yeah. if i know there's gonna i'm gonna have to do do something participate somehow <laughs> yeah i'm not I'm yeah not down with, okay like everybody stand up we're going yeah. to um yeah i'm just i will not stand up and walk out <laughs> see i'm a see i'm a kinesthetic learner yeah. so for me if i'm doing mm -hmm. something to grasp a concept mm -hmm. i will better remember it because i'm more visual and kinesthetic than i am than auditory no uh, i like what reading. you i mean i like how you kind of gave the examples but yeah i've been to ones before where they pass out a big sheet of paper and get together as a group and draw this out and then you're all going to present it and i'm like nope i'm walking out so i like when they have one pick one person in your group to present yeah, it because nope. then i don't have to no, because I usually end up being that person because I said hi to everybody and was outgoing at the beginning. Chris, oh. you're outgoing. You talk. Nope, I'm walking out of here. That's why That's yeah. why you keep the outgoing on the like yeah. quiet and you don't and you that. just kind of sit and observe until you 
get an idea yeah. of who's in your group. But there, there are some class like Jim Kane. You know, you go to his class, you're going to be participating. Be that's active, how. Yeah. Yep. Same with oh, Michelle. I, I mean, that's just how they are, which is fine. You know that ahead of time. I agree. All right. My next one is to, uh, you know, it's not. It, this is optional, but I really like stories. If you can get your point across with a story, do it as mm-hmm. opposed to just giving me, you know, like facts or steps, you know, add a story, weave it into a story because storytelling mm-hmm. helps people remember things. Uh, they can be entertaining. Uh, so that yep. is my next suggestion. I agree with that. That's a good one. Uh, I am a big fan of handouts or even a Google drive. You know, if you have, Hey, I don't want to, I'm saving some trees or whatever. So you can, here's the link to go to the Google drive that has all these handouts. Totally fine. I am a big fan of that. I love to be able to take stuff home. In fact, when I go to conference, I bring my laptop in just in case you don't have handouts. I can sit there and type because I won't remember it in 20 minutes. My brain does. I'm old and I don't remember things anymore, but (laughs) having something here's here's the slides here's the place to take whatever so helpful love it have some kind of handout um we even did a round table one time i did a staff hiring round table and the host was teaching it so she was kind of leading it and she was then take every time we said she would type it up and then at the very end she gave us all okay here's the link to this google drive i typed up all of this stuff that you guys all said out loud i'm like wow that was way above and beyond in my opinion that she did this in a round table so see i like i like conferences that you know how you get a lot of swag and things at conferences Mm -hmm. i like the ones that give you a notebook and a pen in any capacity it doesn't have to be large it can be small but i keep even though i don't fill those primarily Mm -hmm. during a conference i know that this notebook came from this conference so if i need to reference something that's the notebook i go back to yeah. and so it might not be a full notebook it might not have anything else in it but if it's got the conference theme logo whatever you want to put on it even even if it's a sponsor of that conference i know okay, I'm going to go, if I need to reference something, I've taken notes in that notebook. I don't want to bring my own sheet of paper because it gets lost. Mm-hmm. So give me the notebook yeah. or a folder with handouts. Like those go together on my bookshelf and I reference them later. It'd be cool if uh, and they give you like a three ring binder that has blank papers and all the handouts are already hole punched. Love, yeah. would love it. That's a great cool idea. That would be? Yeah. Even those I've, I've gotten them before. They're like the folders, but you've got the legal pad in it and a pocket. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Those are fantastic. Yeah, those are Cause cool. I can shove all my handouts in there. And then I take notes on that pad and it goes into my, you know, my bookshelf for when I need to reference it. Well, Kurt, you did this for Scamp Life, Scamp Con 3 with the, the handouts. workbooks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are awesome. I mean, cause you went through kind of watched the videos. So you knew like, okay, so you made them all. I mean, it was above right. and beyond huge. So help. My, I saw that both of you had handouts on your list, mm-hmm. so I didn't put it on mine, but I am. Yeah, I agree. I'm like, every speaker should have a handouts. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a couple of things. I don't like the handouts that have uh, like workbook kind of style is fine. If it's like, there's a bunch of blanks kind of stuff, but if it's like, do this, this blank, do this blank. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fill in blanks. Mm-hmm. Right. Just, you want to be able to take your own notes yes. and put your own things yes. on there. I don't. Yeah. Cause then I'll, I'll miss a blank. and I'll be like, 
the whole time i'll be like what did i yeah. what was that supposed to be talking to your friends i didn't get it either i don't know <laughs> the other thing how do you guys feel about when somebody comes in grabs your hand out and goes to a different session are you okay with oh, that like, so many times especially mine lot. because i will print off the All big your books. ideas and stuff. Yes. Yep. And so I've had some people go, oh, I know your classes are good, but I know you give out these books. So I just wanted to sneak in here and get one. Yeah. So I've gotten to the, well, almost recently, I don't have any extras because they usually like, I have enough people in there that I don't have enough extras to give away. But yeah, when people do, I'm like, sorry, I don't have any extras. Like should have came <laughs> like, see my struggle, my struggle with handouts. And this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I do not like when they print out every slide and give oh, that to you no, as a I handout. Oh, I agree too. Yeah. Okay. That's because horrible. if I like the slide, yes, I'm usually taking. A, I'm the I'm the mm -hmm. type of person that I'll take a picture on my phone of the slide if it has really pertinent information that grasps better than the notes I can take. Mm -hmm. But I don't want every slide you give me with the lines underneath. One, it's usually printed too dark and I can't read it. Mm -hmm. And two not every slide is beneficial to me. So I don't want all of the information. Just I just such a waste of paper. And it is exactly like, yeah. don't give me a copy of all the slides now print them out. If you do have like people who need them as like, in terms of a, you know, easy access or something like that, but don't give it to every person use it as a, if you want copies of all the slides, I have a, few packets that you can come grab if but you don't want give it put it online if you want the slides don't print it here oh. is yeah. go to this url to this, yep, or put Google your down. put your um email down and i'll send it to you that way it's easier but it kind of goes against what you're saying don't put a bunch of text yeah really the slide is going to be beneficial if pictures. it has a bunch of text yep. in kind of a print form but <laughs> if you're right. using pictures it's yeah. useless. So just don't do that. And there's yeah. not enough room to write if you print out the slides with like the lines underneath for right, notes. Right. I have no room to write anything. Mm -hmm. I, and I've learned, I, and Kurt and I were in fact talking about this the other day. I have taken horrible notes when I do like things like that because you need to keep things yeah. small. And so like we were talking about escape rooms we've been to and we took notes and we're like, what was this? I'm like, I yeah. don't remember. <laughs> like we wrote this down and have no idea what it means. So you do, you almost need that bigger space, a whole notebook yeah. to really kind of write it out. If you just jot an idea, I mean, there's or been draw your own times. pictures, stick yeah. figures, things like that. Well, there's been many notes. conferences I've sat through and, and typed up notes because they didn't have any. And then afterwards I'll sit out on a bench or something and go in depth on like, okay, mm -hmm. this is what he said, because I know I'll forget it later. I'm also fine with uh, speakers handing their or, or giving out their handouts at the end. Like you take your own notes, mm -hmm. but they say, hey, listen, you don't necessarily have to take notes. I'm going to give you something at the end um, mm -hmm. with everything. And that way, anybody who's popping in being like, oh, I'm going to grab the it's handout and leave. The handout no, leave. you got to yep. be here at the end kind of thing or maybe midway or something yeah. like that. I, I, I've done that too because I, I've had people do that to me. But then I, I've gotten some good like, oh, you have this here. This is what, you know, that sometimes it's nice to refer back to my little, sure. like, Hey, I know this sounds confusing. Look at your handout that takes you to the website exactly where you need to go or whatever. And, but yeah, right. there's a lot so of that, things. That was that. yours, Chris, right? Handouts. Yep. All right. So Kelly. Me. Uh, so my next one, because handouts is my last one and Chris already took that, uh, <laughs> would be that if you're in person, make eye contact with various members in the audience because otherwise 
it does not feel personable. And so it's hard to connect with, but it, that's really difficult if you're in a virtual presentation. So yeah. no, this is what you do. Cause I saw this idea and I love it. You put two little googly eyes up here by your camera. And so you kind of remember to look up at your camera and talk. So it looks like ah, you're talking to the people. There we go. Yeah. Yep. I put a little face there too. Yep. Uh, I will say also, if you are, if that, if making eye contact at an in-person, like a in-person conference is difficult for you, look right above their heads. Mm-hmm. And that helps me. I get, sometimes I'll get thrown off if I'm looking at somebody and, you know, I, I make that eye contact and maybe they're not looking or maybe they've got this weird, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes they're just thrown off. So I look right above their, everybody's heads. And it, if you have sense. somebody in your, I try to be that good audience member that's shaking their head like, oh yeah, like you're right. Yeah, you're with yeah. Them. that's nice. But to have. I've learned as a speaker, I will always look at that person then and like, almost like affirm this. Like I, whatever I just said, I want to see you shake yes. your head. Instead of the person that's just it. with a sour look on their face yeah. that don't mean that it's just their face. It's not yeah. anything. And they're just, you know, looking at you. Um, As, yeah, I had yeah. students like that. I had one class, I, one six grade class I had, they towards middle of the year, like, Mr. K, we, we, why do you repeat everything? We got it the first time. And I'm like, cause you all just stare blankly at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need some kind of, oh, okay. We understand. I need to see a light bulb go off in your head. <laughs> or, or you get that um, person, the audience who wrote, I love you on the eyelids. Oh yeah. Like Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I never have that. Do you have that a lot of your conferences? All the time, man. Come on now. (laughs) All right. So my next one would be, I I guess this is kind of goes with your helper, Chris, but um, if you are kind of nervous about speaking for the first time, get a partner, Mm -hmm. do it with somebody. And the two of you can share that. It makes it really a lot more comfortable when you got somebody at your side that uh, is taking over half of the stuff or if you kind of get tongue-tied they can take over or whatever it just puts you at ease um and it's fun it's fun to collaborate and back to your first one though practice together too yes Yes. so you know what each one's gonna say (laughs) otherwise you're both gonna talk over each other or you're just gonna wing it like we do here yeah that's right uh number six for me tons of ideas uh if you know me you've been listening to this podcast well you know that's what i like i like it in books i like it in conferences i just want a big old honking list of ideas that i can take home and do um i absolutely hate classes they're like here's five top things it's just not enough for me i want tons of ideas uh because i won't use all of them and i know that i know that i won't have every idea and I won't take it all home. But if you have uh, whatever 50 ideas, I probably will like two or three of them. This this episode is what Chris wants out of every (laughs) out of please Chris. Yep. This I'm well this episode's called being a conference presenter and I've been a conference presenter. This is what (laughs) sounds like you've also been an audience member and this is what you want out of your a lot. And so there's this is what I look for. My next one goes with um, practice, but project. So you want to be able to be heard by everybody. And if not, then get a mic or something or walk around there or something. If I'm sitting in the back, I want to hear you. That's all I'm saying. I want to be able to hear you. What what did she say? What did you say? Um, So practice that projecting. Don't, yeah. Don't be that person. I don't, I don't need a mic. If they handed you a mic, use it. Like 
Cause I'm, I'm the type who doesn't like microphones. I don't, no. but I also know that I have a loud enough voice that I can right. project it to the back mm-hmm. of the room, depending on the size. I mean, if you give me, you know, a conference hall in a, you know, like a university 300 seat conference <laughs> right. hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll difference. take the microphone yeah. because I know I'm not going to be able to reach that far with how that's set up. But if you give me like a classroom size room, I know I can do that. You know, I mean, we are talking camp that. people here, so yes. it shouldn't be too much of an issue, but yeah. Well, it depends on if they're recording it or not too. Uh-huh. We, I went to a conference one time, they were recording and the guy kept, you know, he'd, he'd walk away from the mic and then he'd come back to it and then yeah. he'd walk away. And so it just sounded horrible on the recording. I'm like, pin that thing to you or hold it. Yep, <laughs> so. yep. Exactly. My last one is giveaways. I like giveaways. It just helps to add to it. If you, I, this isn't a requirement. I just think it's a good addition, little extra, go above and beyond. Just like have a little giveaway. If one of my books, I'll usually give away like, here's <laughs> of course, books. Here's Most people this, don't or, have books to give away. Or, or stickers, or if you got an extra something. In fact, I know I'm going to this uh, conference here in November and I'm teaching on escape rooms. And I have an extra that I bought an extra um, of your book, Kurt. The Yeah. How to create um, low cost. Escape. Yeah. Because you brought me that nice. I bought one and then you brought me a really nice one that's all bound. So I'm keeping okay, the nice yeah. bound one and I'm giving away the one I bought. Just have a, you know, I'm like, hey, I got this. I've been, the cl- especially Michael Brandwine gives away some of his stuff. Like here's some old things or things I've collected. Just kind of a neat little thing. I don't know. Socks. It's just doesn't have to be anything huge or beneficial. Doesn't have to be for everyone. It could be Marvelous. a, hey, look under your chair. You got a sticker. You win this. <laughs> and it's just right. a, just one little, hey, this will make you go up above and beyond. In my You're opinion, so extra. I am extra. <laughs> we knew statement. that. <laughs> my uh, my last one is don't be offended by walkouts. Um, this is going to happen. Somebody's going to come in. And they're going to be like, oh, this isn't quite what I thought it was going to be. Think of it as, hey, that person, if they don't want to be here, I don't want them to be here to waste their time. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense. I'd rather they go find something that's going to be more applicable to them. And sometimes people just have to go to the restroom all of a sudden, and they're going to get up and go. And that's fine too. Just don't, don't be offended because it can really throw somebody off and be like, oh, they don't like what I'm doing. And you get so me off every time. <laughs> Everything does it yeah. every time. So, like, forget you. I don't like you anyway. I'm glad you're leaving. <laughs> like, so mad at walkouts. Oh, I'm just saying. Yeah, um, just be under understanding, and it's it's not you, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be what you're talking about, and it just wasn't conveyed well enough in the brochure, and so they're like, oh hey he's great she's great but this is not exactly what i thought it was gonna yeah. be she's got audience participation i'm out <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so there you have it um a bunch of uh tips and tricks for if you are presenting again thank you for being a part of the scamp life podcast we hope it is beneficial to you um if it is leave us a review tell us what you like don't tell us what you don't like. You can just write that on a piece of paper and send that with your owl, I guess. But no, uh, we let, we want to know. We want to make this podcast great and exceptional and awesome to help you. So communicate with us. Send us something. Uh, write a review. Tell us so we can make this better. And Chris needs to know that he's doing a good job. I will yeah. tell you right now, if you walk out of this podcast, I will be offended. And so, start crying. <laughs> didn't need you anyway. <laughs> 
<laughs> awesome. Well, tune in next time. We will see you then. And from around the campfire, this is Chris. This is Kurt. And Kelly. See ya.